Hello everyone, it's Editor Joe here. Uh, sorry to say that we're having some of those same internet issues, cutouts here. I'm beginning to think that it's maybe less to do with the internet and more to do with the janky way we have to record these, which I'm not going to go into detail here. And it looks like that's probably why we get these cutouts from time to time. So unfortunately they will be with us for the foreseeable future until such time as if ever we are able to record in a more you know normal and useful fashion. Uh, so here I am at the beginning to apologize for this. This episode does have a few spots where I will be interjecting with events that occurred that did not make it into the recording. Uh, hopefully it doesn't spoil your enjoyment too much. Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist Club. I am Joe, your dungeon master for this adventure. Joining me at the table are... I'm Daniel. <laughs> and I'm Tarajax. <laughs> I mean, Squawk, Scree, Chirp, Daniel, as Chad Fleek. I'm going to do my dwarf accent so I don't have to sing. Yeah, it's Tarajax, see? Yeah, and uh, all, it's all the same people that you're you're used to, right? The same old crew. Um, I neglected to mention at the end of the previous adventure that the party has achieved level three. So we're going to talk about that for a bit and go through the leveling up process because that might be interesting to some people. If not, you don't have to listen to this. You can skip ahead. It's experiential. <laughs> Thank you, Christopher. Ho, 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 ho. Twirls uh, I'll go. I'll go hide now. <laughs> if anyone has a spell that can retroactively deafen me, I would really like that. <laughs> All right, now. All right. Okay. So lead off then. Sure. In, in Tell part. us about your level up. Yeah. So level three now. Uh, some good stuff. I got access to level two spells. And the two that I've prepared for today's adventure are Moonbeam and Barkskin. I got a damage spell, and I got something, a little utility. Make us a little bit beefier. Um, the level up also gave me another... I rolled like a three, I think, for my for my uh, HP. So I'm at 20 now. Went up five. You know, not too bad. In and point uh, of fact, uh, I would like to say that Barkskin will not make the party beefier. In fact, it's about as far removed from beef as you can get. It will make somebody a little bit harder to hit. It'll make their bark worse than their bite. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. Not, ah, not, not wow. beefy, but, uh, but breachy, <laughs> maybe. Or beachy, rather. Beachy? It's in a beech tree, yes. Thank you. Uh, Son of a birch. Son of a... Yeah, a little birchy. Okay, so... Oof, me. I think I have one more spell known, too, because it's my Wiz modifier plus my level, and I got one more level. And uh, that's about that. Fancy. Desmond. Christopher. Well, at level three, I get um, some level two spells. The ones I chose were Lesser Restoration. Lesser Restoration will probably come in handy since I'm the main healer. I also pick Zone of Truth because I think that would be fun. Magic Weapon and Nistel's Magic Aura are my domain spells. Magic Weapon I'm probably not going to use that much, but Nistel's Magic Aura seems really cool. It's like um, you can put an illusion on a creature to make it um, like seem different. Like I can change its aura and how it is detected by other magical sources for 24 hours, so that might come in handy, especially if we're going to be doing subterfuge. Mm. <clears throat> Very. Say I approve of your spell choices. Lesser Restoration is a spell that you always want to have prepared, and you always regret when you don't. Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to make that mistake. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's never a time you can go wrong with Zone of Truth. 
A lot of people will overlook it because it doesn't have any of those sweet, sweet damage dice. Nah, that's what cantrips are for. It does emotional yeah. damage. Sometimes. If you're using it right. Yep. Uh, Falrock. Another key point, first of all, so I can do more of those cool flurry blows and other things that I haven't actually had a chance to do yet. Um, I also get the ability to deflect missiles as a reaction, which is really nice. Um, and then I get a monastic tradition, and I have chosen uh, Way of the Sun Soul. It's a little bit of a spoiler, I guess, because, well, Falrock just kind of glows right now. Um, but uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, it's from Xanathar's Guide to Everything, really good uh, supplementary book, um, and it lets me now shoot bolts of radiance from my hands. Uh, they work exactly the same as if I was actually punching, but uh, instead it, they have a 30-foot range, and they're radiant damage instead of physical damage, so it's uh, pretty, pretty good. Not going to need those javelins now, but uh, heresy. Yeah. It, explaining to the party that, uh, hey, this I've always been able to do this. This definitely isn't getting injected with hatchling blood. In case of in case of point, he's correct. Like this is this is unrelated to the uh, midnight drugging that you guys underwent. You don't you don't just not have a sun soul. That's just that's not <laughs> something that happens. This you, the, you don't. Sun souls are individuals that will rarely appear from time to time across the continent as uh, they just there's a particular aura or manifestation of power it's kind of like sorcery almost so there might so be like one other on the continent right now yeah there's there's probably no more than three or four alive at any given time so it's a big deal generally especially cool. for a dwarf who's supposed to be like Blood, blood, to use the Harry Potter term. But that's that's kind that. of a behind-the-curtain thing. Like, yeah. the, the actual people on the continent wouldn't be like, oh, it's a sun soul monk, look. Because they they're they're generally quite rare, and typically, if they become famous, it's they're famous for their adventuring capabilities and not because they can shoot sunlight out of their hands, necessarily. The two go hand-in-hand. Hand. Yeah, yes. There's but, backstory explanations for Falrock's abilities and stuff like that, but but it all it, it comes out as myth and legend typically because you don't usually find Sun Souls standing in the middle of a crowded square like firing their magic fists up at the heavens, going "Look at me!" Yeah, <laughs> they tend to be a little more subdued than that. We yeah. should get sponsored by the Myths and Legends podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you all set there, Zachary? Uh, yeah, that's all for me. Okay. Moving on to Matthew slash Leyland. Yep. So uh, I have a ranger archetype that I can choose for uh, my third my third level, and I'm going to be going with Hunter. Mm-hmm. And I am choosing, I don't know what it would be Cordbreaker feature. Yeah, the yeah. feature of it. So... That's a useful one. Tell us about what that does. So that gives me, uh, on my turn, I can shoot or attack one uh, one enemy and then do the same attack with, or sorry, the same weapon and another attack against a different creature within five feet of the original target. So it's just kind of like, kind of like Zach's uh, or. Falrock's Fury of Blows, just that second attack there. So, mm-hmm. And so you also get Primeval Awareness. I think you learn a new spell, um, and you get some hit points. 
some extra hit points. Oh yeah, I can't forget the hit points. How many? Like, hit you know, like how, some how many hit points? points? Oh uh, well, you roll your uh, d10 and then add your constitution modifier. So for me, I had a d8, and my constitution modifier is three, and I have dwarven uh, blood, so I get an extra one hit point. So I gain eleven. So I rolled a seven, and my constitution's a one, so that's an eight. Yep. Eight extra maximum hit points. So that brings me up to twenty-six. Nice. Taste. 27. Yeah. Okay. I think that covers everything for the ranger. Terra Jux, why don't you tell us a little bit about your newfound power? I mean, what what's there to say? Level 3 Terra Jux is just everything you've come to expect from literal Storm Jesus, but more so. Uh, we got more health. We got more spells. We got more sorcerer points. Basically, magic is now pouring off me in bright, sparkly waves. See... Order say, now. You'd say that, but what we've come to expect from Terra Jux is the same number of hit points, regardless of how often you've leveled up. Yeah, no, that's uh, <laughs> zero times zero is still common. Yes, um, I'm now at a whopping fifteen health, so uh, it's going to take more than a single oversized crossbow bolt to kill me permanently. Well, a double extra large bolt, perhaps. <laughs> It'll take. Uh... It'll take half a fall rock's worth of damage to kill exactly, you. Exactly, <laughs> yes. You just break me like balsa wood. Uh, so the key takeaways, I think, for um, interested parties. Quicken spell, I can now cast a spell and a cantrip in the same round, if I am so inclined, by turning one of those into a bonus action. That's honestly going to be very fun and longtime listeners of the podcast uh, may remember that i have a cantrip of surpassing utility called gust i've used it many times to great effect and now with the advent of level three tarjux we will be introducing gust of wind which is gust but more so Whoa. and i look forward to the first opportunity to use it to Blow out lanterns, knock people over, uh, send large numbers of cups strewing about a room. Really, the possibilities are limitless here. Sky's the limit. A gust of wind is actually, like, it's a very, very strong gust of wind. Oh, yeah. No, it's if incredible. If you use it indoors, there, there will be, it'll make a mess. Yes. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to showing everybody that I can do the windy thing. To be fair... Tarjux entering into a room and not leaving it a mess. Yeah. That's I get it. Okay. So, everybody... Oh, I, I also get a uh, another spell, and I'm taking uh, the locate object. I'm yeah. so... I just want to say I'm so proud that I've managed to cultivate a party that sees the value in utility. Yeah. Utility <sighs> spells are hard to quantify for a DM, but it makes it fun for me. Utility spells... Mean that you're invested in the game and not just hitting things with a stick. Hey man, I used the dodge action last time. <laughs> that was I the know. Best utility I've got. I, don't, I may not have spells to tag on it. I mean, you're kind of a wizard now. I, I'm a better way of the four elements monk. That's basically yeah. it. Sad. It's so Sorry true. to the creators of D&D, but one of your original uh, monk archetypes really bad. Sponsor us, wizards. <laughs> Chris Perkins just appears in your house. There's a knock on my door. Oh, who's that? 
I heard you said something about the monk subclass. <laughs> You're sitting at your desk. One of your lights is on. You have your PHB open. And then in the corner of your eye, you see him. Chris Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, as I recall, when last we left our heroes, they had just woken up after a refreshing night's sleep to find that somebody or something had injected all of them with the vials of hatchling blood, question mark, question mark, question mark, that they had been carrying from the puzzle box. Mm -hmm. And scene. You know, this might not have happened if I had cast bark skin on somebody. (sighs) Who was on watch? We we took turns. Yeah. Yeah. Desmond was last, though. By my reckoning, I was not injected full of strange chemicals during my watch. That's all I want to say. Like, you know, alcohol is one thing, but like hard hatchling drugs. <laughs> I'm not about that life. So I want to like, do an in- investigation check. Please do. <laughs> one of those smashed eggs. <laughs> this is Desmond on hatchling blood. <laughs> so that that's an eight. So. I basically um, just looked around and was like, huh. Let's see here. Yeah, uh, just to, as a refresher, you see that there's a pile of like disposable syringes kind of in the middle of the camp and near each of your individual bedrolls and empty vial. Uh, you don't really discern anything particularly helpful to determining who might have done this thing. Yeah, I'm still waking up. Haven't had your coffee? No. <laughs> Fantasy coffee? I mean, aside from, obviously, there's like a needle poke, does my arm hurt? Uh, no, like, because you were injected in the neck. Oh, <laughs> that would explain that it. it. <laughs> uh, that explains the terrible neck pain. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was sleeping on rock. Ah, that explains why my neck is a rictus of agony. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, quite painless, and there's, like, the marker itself is is almost kind of hard to see. Like, just like a little raised, like a mosquito bite, almost. Ah, so so if you didn't set the scene for us, we might not have even noticed. Yeah, Well, sure. we would have noticed the... The empty vials, and we were like, alright, you shut up all our halfling blood. <laughs> yeah. Desmond? I didn't do it. <laughs> it's hatchling blood. I know you're deep in the saw. I know you've been experimenting recently with more drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, that's too that's too hard of a drug for me. <laughs> I only sell. <laughs> I don't, don't get high in your own supply. Don't do drugs, kids. Sponsor us, wizards. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like you say that, but Chris Perkins has definitely done worse things to his party. <laughs> so, um, did someone check for tracks already? I think that's a thing that. People that's not me can do. I've heard tales. Leyland, what do your elf eyes see? I already <laughs> tried. I already <laughs> tried that. Oh. <laughs> then, then the only possible conclusion then is we were injected by ghosts. We're very small people. <laughs> um. So we don't see like just any obvious tracks. Nope. I mean, there's your tracks coming in. It doesn't look like there are any any other sets Gosh, moving in. There are certainly mastiff, none leaving. Yeah. Do you think a mastiff would have a, a good idea of uh, who came and went, where they? Oh. Uh, dogs are notoriously good at smelling. You can <clears throat> sniff the injectors. Yeah, because they'd have hand juice. Because we definitely haven't all touched them at one point. Not in a long yeah, but I, time. I'd be able to 
I'd be able to distinguish like somebody from the rest of us, right? That's true. Okay. I say give uh, it a go. That's a good idea. I'm okay, so I'm gonna wild shape. Uh, you all are treated to the unique spectacle of a bird turning into a dog. <laughs> and, I, and I'm choosing to have everything on my person meld into into my body. So like nothing falls to the ground. Uh, I keep everything with me. I've read this Animorphs. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Essentially Animorphs, but with better CGI. Every every day we 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 stray further from God. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the whole point of your character, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So uh, he says it with pride. <laughs> My coffee. Uh, wolf. I look back and forth between a couple other people and just could he always do that? Is that? Is this yeah, the Chad, are you all right? The first time we've seen... Is it? I, I bark. <laughs> he wags his tail. Is, is yeah, that, I'm, I'm wagging my tail. Is that a yes or a no? I, I bark again. Is this the first <laughs> time we've seen a bird transform into a, another animal? I can't remember. Yeah, first time I've that. seen it. <laughs> yes. And so I, I'm... Oh my god, guys, the injections are turning us into dogs! <laughs> oh no, a bark. <laughs> I barked twice. <laughs> I start I'm wagging my tail. On my arms. And I'm like, I'm shaking my head. <laughs> oh god. I can feel my fur growing. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna gnaw on his leg a little bit. Just bite him. <laughs> a little friendly bite. Snap him back to reality. Desmond. Use your magic. I can't. I'm just I'm this I'm running around on all fours. Well, <laughs> <sighs> oh. Leland, how are you this morning? I kind of just want to go back to sleep at this point. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so DM, wa- wonderful, wise, uh, generous, and uh, merciful DM. Mer- merciful DM. Do I... Do I uh, smell anything other than the hatchling blood in my party member scent on the uh, the needles or in the the immediate area? I'm like circling the area, sniffing all around. Got my nose to the to the dirt. Make what a perception check, um, okay. which I think you get advantage on. I could be wrong about that. Mastiffs, I'm fairly sure. Yeah, I think I think canines get advantage on perception checks for smell. Let's find out. Yep. Yeah. Well, does my wait? You'll be using the mastiff, or no? Uh, mental no, scores remain the same, so your yeah, wisdom modifier. Yeah, but doesn't isn't that kind of like based on my my physical features though? Like the physical change? No, and, and that's that's a distinction that they try and make between um, like physical and 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 uh, sort of the mental features is that you take on the physical features of the thing you shift into. Right, so that and that's it's in, like it's. If, if that includes my better sense of smell. That's what the advantage is for. Okay. So your wisdom well, modifier remains the same because you're still processing the information with your brain. The advantage is to demonstrate that you're really good at smelling things. Yeah. So the first one was a six. Uh-huh. And the second was a 17 plus four, 21. <laughs> you do not smell anything other than uh, the party members themselves. And it Wait. doesn't... Your- Nose smell like anybody for and entered your camp at any point during the night. Hmm. That's curious. Uh, so I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna walk to a particularly soft and uh, with 
my paw, my right forepaw, draw a question. What is it, boy? Somebody <laughs> fall down the well. <laughs> Ched's ears, and I say, don't you worry, we're going to fix this. <laughs> okay. It's, I, I think I've had it. It's a miracle. <laughs> That's what it is. Terrajax. Like, I, I'm a druid. Did you not know this? No. What's, what's a druid? <laughs> figured... I figured I introduced myself and like I'm using a shillelagh and I'm casting. At this point, everybody in the party assumes that you're a particularly like short range wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want to like typecast you or anything, so I was just gonna. I know I was just rolling with it. I had a hunch you were a rogue, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I thought you were a bear. Wait, what? I thought you were a bear, a rogue disguised as a bear. (laughs) He's a a bear disguised as a bird What did you find? Interesting Uh, Well, I didn't find anything Uh, I sniffed real good uh, Couldn't smell anything on the the people who injected us with the hatchling blood Or or where they went And I I couldn't find any tracks Like They they came and went And probably by some, like, I guess, magical means Say no more, my feathered friend I understand completely And I wand and i turn back to the party and i wave it in their general direction and say all right who did it who's the traitor <laughs> now which one of you is kissing ass with that bald elf lady that's exactly what secret hitler would say <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, haven't, you haven't exactly been honest with us yet terror jux so I, i've laid out my whole life's work my entire story you know it all You've gained an unparalleled glimpse into the enigmas of my reality. You've also made up a lot of it. (laughs) Well, that's the best kind of reality. Defense. You guys don't know a whole lot about me, and apparently the whole druid thing was was kind of a surprise for a couple of you, so... Chad, nobody suspects you. You are precious and innocent in this world. (laughs) Aw. Beyond beyond reproach. Beyond suspicion. Okay. That doesn't mean that he didn't just... You know, oh, I wonder what this does, and stuck us all with it. Yeah, mm, I don't know. Didn't didn't we get some kind of like uh, mind control kind of vibe from the the cultists? Like they were all kind of uh, uh, indoctrinated in a way, maybe even by magical means. Do you Indoctrination think that, isn't mind control. That's still their fault. I think I, by magical means. I think the the drunk guy actually, I think, has the best best way to do this, and it comes in the uh, form of one of my new spells. Zone, Zone of Truth. truth. Oh, <laughs> Sounds awfully convenient that yeah. one of our party members would suddenly develop a zone <coughs> that can discern lies. <laughs> Does this Doesn't it? As well? <laughs> yeah, so Zone of Truth forces everybody in it to tell the truth. Or so he Caster. says. Yeah. Or so well, he okay. says. But are they compelled... See are they compelled to to? They're compelled to speak truthfully, but are they compelled to speak? No, they are not no. compelled to speak. Okay, I can compel people to speak. I think we all. <laughs> Is that a threat? Man, we went from hard drug use to torture in about <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> all I'm saying is that I am a walking, talking car batter. Desmond cast Zone of Truth. Everybody chose to fail their saving throws, and he began to interrogate them as to whether or not they administered the blood to the party. Uh, blood. To my knowledge, no. To my knowledge. 
<laughs> I need a, I need a yes or no. I need we're at the No, I didn't side. inject shit with shit. I didn't inject anyone with anything. That's dumb. You just call us all shit. <laughs> no, he's being I need you to say the exact His true feelings are revealed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I wonder if it would be like like even the voice that you associate with Tarjix is like a little bit of an affectation. There's like a did you or any of your adopted persona alias? <laughs> any thank of God them. Daniel is a lawyer. <laughs> Did any of think, them? I don't think Dagothar Galdrum is the kind of guy who would violate bodily autonomy. Gus might, but you know, Gus is on a tight leash. This is just the the movie plot from Liar Liar right now, and it's hilarious. <laughs> okay, Colorado, did you do it? After Desmond questioned everybody and they answered no, the party started to search the camp for anything that might be amiss. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's nothing at all missing. Player agency was taken from us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> A everybody board the railroad. <laughs> I'm not anybody... making you guys do anything about it. Is anybody Maybe proficient should... in medicine? That's that's what I was yeah, going to suggest. So maybe nope. no. Don't even know if it would be applicable, but nah. If you want athletics, I'm your plus one guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got. I actually have a two in medicine. Is that the best in the party? Probably. Well, I've uh, got it's a wisdom spell. <laughs> yeah, I've got a plus three just from my wisdom, but oh, I'm not okay. trained. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trained, trained either. In it either. Yeah. But I, my wisdom modifier is plus four. Use medicine if I'm not trained in it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just can't add my proficiency bonus. It's yeah. the difference between, like, somebody with first aid training versus somebody who watched a video about first aid training, like, in the eighth grade. Ah. You just kind of you feel your way through it, you know? So, so, this is, so I have eighth grade knowledge? So, like, last time when Desmond was down and I used a medicine check to stabilize him, I wasn't trained in it, so I couldn't actually, like, heal him, but I kept him yeah. from bleeding out because that's kind of obvious. Everybody knows how to apply pressure to a wound to get it to stop. Right. You have, like, <laughs> druidic, you know, I, you know, I have some, I can make a salve out of these herbs and berries that'll help staunch the bleeding. Don't mind pack it full of mud. Mm-hmm. It's good for you. Get yeah. that dirt up in there. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, cure cure wounds. Technically medicine. Good berries. Kind of medicine. One hit mm-hmm. point. You know, medicinal. Feeds feeds you for a full day. That's true. Mm. I am kind of hungry. You got any of them good berries? <laughs> we have. Rations? Don't even have that spell prepared. Nice. <laughs> we have we have rations. It's you guys have rations. Yeah. Yeah, because we were prepared for the whole. Or we got enough yeah, for trip. at least the first part of our journey. Right. Yeah. We'll start preparing it if it ever becomes an issue, but... Yeah. It'll be okay. Those bad boys last 24 hours. Well, so. we don't have any clues. Nobody's... Nobody's like... Is anyone feeling any particular pain or searing impending sense of doom or... Uh, roll wisdom checks? I mean, you would know if you were in a great deal. Okay. That's kind of... I mean, the like, pain, you yeah. That for like, free. Does anything else feel weird? Is it just uh, me, or is my beard longer? Your beard is. is longer, mm. but... Well, that's good. Like, <clears throat> supernaturally longer, or... like It's, it's like days. an inch and a half longer than it was 
last time he checked. Considerably thicker. And you yeah. check basically every how, half hour, so... Mm. How long were we asleep? <laughs> Eight hours. Yeah. Okay. He's a dwarf. Uh, but since you do check pretty often, Falrock, your beard was longer after the fight yesterday. Mm. Okay. Your beard so, is essence? So what's the plan here? Do we just keep going? Like, you know. I mean, what else can we do? We don't have any leads other than it's probably Saskia because she's a jerk. Wait, I see. Yeah, wouldn't she have like kidnapped us? Probably. Unless this is unless we're still in the experiment even now. Oh fuck. Yeah. Maybe Wait, I see. <laughs> is you're blowing my little bird brain, dude. Could have killed us and then never left the cells. So whoever it is wants to see what happens when we're injected, how we deal with it, how we go on about our lives, that sort of thing. And we're currently being watched, presumably, and on our way to my home. So uh, I'm very glad to know that I can trust all of you because I'd really rather not bring anything terrible to my home. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you can definitely trust like 80% of me. Shit. (laughs) <laughs> Desmond, will you we're take still in the truth. <laughs> this isn't this isn't the skull of truth. You are you're not compelled to spew forth your deepest and darkest secrets. No, it's it just hard, Jacks. Though he can't yeah. help it. Mm. <laughs> I don't have a filter. That's a different problem. I'll take yeah, the eighty percent of you because I'm pretty sure I could kick the other twenty percent's ass. Just oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Shit. It's alright, friend. Let's go to your. Dad, your grandpa's funeral. I'm yeah. I'm sorry. I've completely forgotten your family tree. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, know that I'm from the probably one of the lower branches of it. My granddad is the one who passed away. My parents both died in the last water war. There you go. Family tree. All right. Wouldn't it be more of like a family mountain? <laughs> a family or vein. My granddad Super has. <laughs> My granddad has a saying that all fall rocks, or all fall rocks, all donkills uh, have the soul of a mountain in them. That we're always going to be strong and important, no matter how noble we may be, even if we don't have ore or uh, gems or any kind of special stuff in us. We can still be strong people, important to the community. So I guess kind of mountain I range, that, I suppose. Kind of that kind of pride. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, yeah. I start Farrah packing up my nods stuff. very quickly so, to shut himself up before he says too much. So we had decided to head through the uh, the, the uh, yes the trade we're, we're heading overland. Yeah, <clears throat> I see no reason to change our plan. Yeah, yeah. let's just uh, all my little, stuff onto my back. If they're just watching us, not hurting us. Then nothing we can really do. Joe, how encumbered am I with my traveling gear? Can I fly at my normal fly speed? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a point to uh, to like fly above the party, just as yeah. sort of like in a scouting function, you know. Even sure. uh, even when we're except except for when we're on like a a particularly flat kind of plane area, and there's no real point to getting a bird's eye view. Well, that's more or less exactly the terrain that you're in right now. Okay. It's so. fairly flat. There are you can see in the distance there are like gentle hills ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to be hoofing it then. Chad, you got to keep us from getting anally probed. Get up there. <laughs> oh, yeah, Chad, we do need to establish some kind of signal system for when you're out of earshot. 
Anybody have any cantrips that are useful in a situation like this? Nobody got no light. Grasp. Well, okay. signal flare. Specifically when Leolin and I, I, I have thaumaturgy, so I can make like a really like sonic boom sound if I need to. Right, but we need some kind of like... I, th- I think we want to well, signal Chad and not signal everyone. All yeah, powerful DM, can I use thaumaturgy to, to shoot a uh, magnesium flare out of my finger? <laughs> sure. Using thaumaturgy? Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> how, how big a flare are we talking? It's like finger-sized. But but the, you cannot produce a, a flare larger than the width of your finger. Okay, but I'm I'm saying is it a projectile flare? Yeah. Okay. Just don't shoot me. It, it can't hurt you. Like, Probably kind of just part no? of it. <laughs> it's an illusion. It's, it's just light. Okay. I mean, yeah, that that'll be enough to like get my attention. And if you do that, uh, if you shoot at me, that that'll be a signal to for me to come down. If you shoot it in any other direction, you'll be just drawing my attention to that direction. Okay. We should probably figure out a color system at some point. Oh, yeah. Green is <laughs> like, generally like a, a passive sort of, I want to say, safe, safe situation. Red is aggressive and blue is sort of at ready, maybe. We, and probably like black is just bail. Get out, save yourself. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to shoot and a black. Or, black <laughs> here Desmond wants to play laser tag. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. You can shoot black flares. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a black light flare. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so I'm Don't assuming fire we're having this ridiculous conversation as we're just slowly starting to move along the path yeah. we were, we're going. Yeah, so. we're, just, we're just plodding along. Because we don't need to use roads. We've got a ranger, right? Right. Isn't that how that works? Yeah. Well, I think that was our whole plan was to, to not use roads so we wouldn't uh, be noticed. And obviously so that didn't work out too Saskia well. And get butchered. Yes. Or, you know, injected with hatchling blood. So if you guys are going on the tradeway, it's a fairly well-traveled road. There are a lot of... They're not like every day, but every two or three days, there are like roadside inns or marketplaces or small towns that have sprung up along the way. But it's it's generally f- fairly populated, especially in the spring this early. So you will be running into a fair few uh, other travelers, merchants, carts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't know. Should we, should we be on the road or should we try to hoof it through the wilderness? I don't know. At this point, I feel like our whole point of being in the wilderness is clearly... Not working. Yeah, so. they, they kind of maybe it, maybe it might work out better to be better for us to just to have witness look like normal travel travelers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if you did go into the wilderness, there isn't like the tradeway is the most efficient way around the marbled mountains anyway. Yeah. Mm. So you'd be you'd be like following it regardless of whether you were actually on it. All right, I switch disguises. Friends, let us continue to the tradeway. Away we go. We're on it. You are uh, on the tradeway. It's pretty clear this morning. Uh, you spot a, a farmer uh, with some bales of hay that he's carrying out to his fields. Uh, a small pack of merchants heading towards Jucks. Ah, my people. A couple of carts. Uh, Chad, are you flying? To no, scouting? I'm okay. walking. 
Jed, can you turn into a horse named Biscuit? And Actually, I yes. I was thinking we could sell me as a horse, and then <laughs> oh my at, some God. Point, at some point when the when the uh, within the hour, because I can only I can only I can only be that given animal for an hour. I just like shift back myself and fly away. <laughs> this is the last thing you know, really need need is we, more yeah. attention. This is this is this is for dire straits. Is that considered <laughs> horse theft? Right? Or is that? It, I mean, no. I think the charge would be nailed for racketeering. Yeah. yeah, fraud. Yeah. Okay, theft by deception or human trafficking. Or no, it's well, not a human. Well, he's not a human. To be fair, the rest of us could say we didn't know. <laughs> would you be willing to state that in a zone of truth? <laughs> I mean, as long you know, what we should do. If we had some sort of like coin flip based randomization system, we could have plausible deniability. <laughs> All right. So we've are we do we have a horse or are we saving that for a rainy day? I don't see a reason for it right now. Yeah, we, we got. I money. thought we were doing pretty good. But uh, if uh, <laughs> we're doing if walking, anything yeah. else is a little bit above us right now. If in the future, uh, I could, since I'm not always using like Wild Shape daily, uh, we could probably try and make some use of like some of the animals. Like I was thinking, for example, snakes. I we could like uh, obtain venom venom from one of the two snakes that I can become. Are you volunteering to be milked? <laughs> he doesn't have to enjoy it. I wasn't gonna phrase it that way, and I was hoping that nobody was gonna phrase it that way. But yes. <laughs> but here we are. Yes. What the hell? It's no, as a snake. All right, they're my teeth. Okay. You don't I think this think is about a really good plan. Way. I really also, like this plan. Scorpion, just don't step on me. What part of you turns into the snake teeth, Jed? My teeth. <laughs> you don't have teeth. My, You're a bird. <laughs> my, my invisible imaginary teeth. In oh my God, teeth. the hatchling blood's given him human teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Wow. And again, it's been five minutes. You guys are making great progress today. <laughs> food for thought. Food for thought. Let's keep rolling. It's just God, how far down the road are we yet? Uh, it's been about It's going to be the longest trip ever. Uh, after about another hour, you've entered the gently rolling hills. Uh, the tradeway curves in between them, in the, the lower parts of the hills, so you occasionally lose sight of the road ahead. And uh, at this point, I would like everybody to make a perception check. Oh, I love those. Me too. Total of 20. 16. 11. 21. Okay. Everybody who got above a 15, you can hear coming around the bend in the corner... A woman who sounds quite angry, uh, yelling at other people. What do you mean you lost them? Why weren't you paying attention to the dowsing rod? Well, uh, I'm sorry, mistress. I, they just, we figured they would be on the tradeway. There's no reason for them to leave. They probably know that we're looking for them. Can we How did the spell fail anyway? Uh, I don't know, Barak. I think I know who them is. <laughs> so th this uh, voice sounds familiar boy. to me. Yes, yes. Does it? It does. Does it? Can we see the speaker? No. As this is happening, I've already pulled out my no, collection no, 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 no. of no, no, no. clothes. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I, I, I put a hand. I put a hand over 
<laughs> a, a wing. <laughs> over Tara Chuck's arms. No, yes. Stop, 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 stop. So, where, where is this? Where is this voice coming from? Uh, from around a bend in the road ahead. Okay. Is can anybody other than party members see me right now? Uh, no. The road is suspiciously empty. Okay. Not suspiciously. It's just empty. I'm going to shift into the mastiff again. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to casually walk around the corner. And uh, what do I see? Uh, you see a fancy-looking cart uh, that is familiar to you. Yeah. There are four people wearing, like, full suits of armor with their faces covered. Oh, no. Uh, standing, facing you. Um, and a woman who is dressed in long robes that cover the entirety of her body. She is gesticulating furiously at the four people in front of her. One of them is holding a, uh, it looks like a, a Y-shaped stick with a little cup on the end. Yeah. Well, and another, a little cup at the, like where the Y branch occurs. Mm-hmm. He's looking kind of dejected. Oh no. Hmm. Do I hear right, anything gonna... else? And the shouting, further the shouting continues. As, like I don't, I don't know why the spell failed, Mistress. We, we had, I, we had sight on them a few hours ago. Can I see the robed lady? Uh, she is facing away from you. Is she bald? She's wearing a hood. All right, Tara Jux. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go ahead. I'm gonna stalk kind of the area and like you know, don't look at her. But if like, like I'm not even gonna look at her until I've reached something like some stall or some other building or some uh, kind of cover uh, it's just that she's facing and then look at her. The road and the gently rolling hills. Yeah. Oh, that's, we're, oh, we're, we're on, on the road right now? I thought we were oh, in yeah. a... Yeah. No. no. So there's no cover? There's absolutely nothing? Just act like you're looking for scraps. Just like snuff like, around. Parajux, <clears throat> I need you to get a bed sheet and paint a wagon on it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just gonna slow roll this thing. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so another idea: we could wait until the woman in the cart rolls off. I can track her with my new handy dandy locate object spell. If yeah. we want to just follow and get to the bottom of this, our our druid also has passed without notice. So uh, if we have like. I have that prepared. Yeah, so like if Teradrix can get us like a semi-convincing horse and carriage on a couple of bedroll sheets, we could just slowly walk across. I think you overestimate my artistic merit. No, 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 it'd be fine. Just a gray horse, because everybody has a gray horse, and you have like wheels that touch the ground, and I can make like the little wheel creaking sounds, and Fallout can take his hands and like tap them on the ground as we yeah. go. I'm gonna walk right up to uh, this robed lady and uh-huh. uh, and nuzzle her leg. Oh no! God damn it! <laughs> she looks down at you, and you can see the bone white, totally hairless face of uh-huh. Saskia. Uh-huh. Her eyes okay. narrow, and her hand snaps down, and she picks no. you up by the she scruff knows. of your neck. She knows. It. Well, 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 what do we have here? Hmm. And uh, she's she continues to hold you, like, off the ground with one hand, which is yeah. 
surprising because mastiffs are not small dogs. No. And she holds her other hand out to the guard uh, who hands her the, the Y-shaped stick. And she shakes it a couple times and mutters some words under her breath. And she points it at you and it starts to vibrate. Okay, I shift back and cast Thunder Wave. <laughs> Jesus. Oh no. Roll initiative, uh, friends. God uh, damn it. Oh, Why would you nuzzle the first Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Worst <laughs> stealth execution ever. <laughs> and my idea was terrible. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to put us all in disguises and leave. That's what I was trying to do. What, what I just wanted to. Stay stealth and track her. Yeah, or we could just gone off the road. <laughs> We're all gonna die. Yeah. I'm so pleased. I'm gonna die. We're all gonna die. Cue battle music. Well, the rest of us don't even know what's going on. Huh? There's nope. a thunder wave that kicks it off, obviously, but the rest of us is like, huh, I wonder where he went. He's okay. Don't worry. This is why we pioneered the black flare. <laughs> yeah, that's but, gonna but, but Desmond's mean, supposed to shoot it, not Chad. We escaped <laughs> once, right? We could we could escape again. We escaped while nobody was home, with the help <laughs> of an immense someone else storm sorceress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would like to point out that your escape was made possible by a mysterious elven woman who you totally neglected to ask any questions of. Yeah, what's n- n- none of you wanted to talk to her. I didn't want to fuck with her. I believe was, in her. She was serious and important, and I'm like a level one. I'm like, hey, we do stuff. Maybe if we talk to her, we the wouldn't. The only interaction we had, the only intro was her killing someone. Not just killing, but like intimately electrocuting. Yep. She didn't want to do she didn't want to kill us. We didn't know that until later. Guess we still water, don't technically know. Water's that. Weak to electricity. I'm staying in the back. <laughs> No, that was a different person entirely. I've got a backup plan. Don't worry. Okay, Ched, your your thunder wave will go off since she was not, not expecting this. Uh huh. So you get you get a one man surprise round. Nice. That means she's got counter spell and fucked. Do you need to know my DC? I do. It is uh, fourteen. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, seven. Okay. Are you humming megalovania? What? No. <laughs> not a good sign? That's not a good sign. <laughs> for those Where who don't know, that's an idea like that. for a really hard fight in Undertale. It really hard does not really do it justice. <laughs> I think it took me like 33 tries. Uh, okay. You cast Thunderwave. There is an enormous crash of thunder. I assume you're like centering it such that you're hitting everybody in front and of they you. They all get blown away from me. It's hopefully. a it's like a burst out from yourself, right? Like it's not Yeah, so it's yeah. a 15-foot cube where you are on one side of the cube. Oh. Oh, I thought um, you were in the middle. No, that's a, a very common mistake that I made for a long time before actually reading the spell. But you position yourself along one edge of the cube. Oh, very cool. Which makes it a lot more useful. Yeah. <laughs> right. So your thunder wave goes off. Three of the guards 
are blown 10 feet further down the road from you. The last one, like, braces himself and only gets pushed back a couple inches, and Saskia remains as immovable as a stone pillar. Hmm. Man, I chose this Mastiff thinking that we were in, like, uh, a small town, and something more subtle obviously would have been (laughs) a better (laughs) choice at this point. Okay, so I'm going to use the other part of my surprise round to fly the fuck away. Seems reasonable. Uh-huh. And incur an, event, an attack of opportunity? Question mark? Uh, yes, you will incur an attack of opportunity. Okay, great. I'm glad I reminded you of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a little startled, so... Um, <laughs> there, there are a lot of feathers. Turn into birds. Yeah. And so uh, you managed to, like, wrench your head out of her grip in the, when, the moment it slackens in surprise and tear out of there like a bird out of a creepy bone white bald bald elf woman's hand it's it's very much an aldraxian idiom you probably wouldn't hear that anywhere else (laughs) (laughs) sounds about right nope well yeah it doesn't involve the word jux so it's clearly not a juxian idiom did i fly how far is the party for me they're like 30 feet back down the down the road all right, I fly 30 feet and then another 5 or 10 feet, and uh, as I pass them, I scream, run. It sounds exactly like a hawk screaming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, as you do this, the whole party sees Saskia round the corner, uh, bent okay. branch in hand. Uh, yeah, I don't and, think running's an option here. What I would like to do... Is the moment I hear run, I have shifted personas. Uh huh. So when Saskia rounds the corner, she doesn't see five uh, people that she is trying to hunt down. She sees four brigands who are holding up a rug salesman. <laughs> I, I am the smallest man you have ever witnessed who is not like physically short. I am shrunken of purpose and stature such that surely someone focused as she is would miss me completely i i am i am a footnote in the great saga of saskia the bloody okay I, I have, going on I the have, base sail inside of road <laughs> i have one question for you Waffle. hi yes. where are your rugs well obviously they've been stolen if you're in the process of being held up for your rugs, wouldn't they be in the general vicinity? No, it's not that I have rugs with me. It's that Taro Marl, a traveling rug salesman, journeyed to Jux in order to sell his rugs. His fine rugs, mind you, finer than all the world. And his horse and his cart and any means of transporting those is, rugs. Is Saskia just like jogging in place while you explain it to yeah, her? Yes, yeah, this is a no. long-winded escape. <laughs> yeah, this is me laying out my whole backstory. No, so I was in Jux, I sold the rugs, everything was going great. I was supposed to ride back to my home, you haven't heard of it, on my... I had commissioned a spot on one of the many, many trade wagons that went along this road, but they left without me. It was not my fault. I may have drank a little too much the prior evening, but anybody could have been in a similar state after getting such good fortune in the Juxian rug markets. And here I am, accosted by brigands which trying to catch up to the wagon that is so rightfully mine. So after your extremely long-winded speech that takes up well more than a free action... <laughs> no, this is, I'm explaining this for the benefit of the viewers. My, my actual 
thing that she would hear upon rounding the corners. Oh, no, please don't hurt me. She says, oh, I don't intend to hurt you any more than is absolutely necessary. I, I was addressing the brigands. She doesn't care. <laughs> um, and she, as, as, as she comes around, you see a terrible smile on her face. She says, oh, good. You're all here. No, I'm not. Madam, no, these brigands. Listen, it's been quite a merry chase that you've led us on. And do be careful. I believe these are dangerous felons. And I look forward to interrogating <laughs> you at length on how you managed to defy our divinations. But that is a matter for the future. For now, I think we need to prevent you from escaping again. Lesser restoration isn't going to be able to save all. <laughs> And she pulls up the sleeves of her robes and her arms. They're very, very baggy robes. And you see that she's got straps all up her arms, like uh, like belts, basically. And she flips a catch on both arms and all of these belts fall off. And these kind of think like porcupine quills almost. Um, but of the same kind of texture and color as her skin kind of spring up from her forearms and she flexes at you, which sounds stupid, but the ultimate, no, no, it's terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of these, uh, spurs or quills fire off of her forearms and attempt to embed themselves in your ankles. You know what? Weird flex, but okay. (laughs) We got there. We got to the meme. (laughs) Uh, so whoever is kind of at the front, like the front row, I'm going to need Hi. to saves from you. It would be me, if I'm being honest. I'd be there too, yeah. I, I was attempting to cower away from these brigands, so it would be me. I would be fatally perforated. Dexterity saving throws. Uh, oof, that is going to be a whopping 12. Falrock? Okay. Uh, that is a total of 20. Okay, Chad, you don't need to make one your airborne. Um, okay, so, uh, Falrock, you managed to dance backwards out of the way as these, uh, spurs embed themselves in the ground. Terajux, you are not so lucky. Ah, my tendons! You take two points of damage, and you are, you're hobbled, basically. You're going to be moving at half speed. Ah. As these lodge themselves in, like, your feet, yeah, your ankles. My essential parts. Yeah, the walking bits. <laughs> uh, and then it's your turn, Terajuk. How far away is she? She is about 15 feet from you. I don't drop my facade, but it changes. Um, <laughs> I, I whirl around, and I say, oh, hang on, I gotta, yes. I say, A sends her regards, and I throw a D6 at Saskia. Jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> Hang on, I have to figure out where I put my notes. <laughs> I've been waiting! <laughs> Man. Okay, roll a d6. Four. <laughs> uh, you throw the dice, and it yep. lands in front of her, and uh, a mouth appears in the air about three feet over where the dice lands, uh, and it says, Ask your question. <laughs> <laughs> what? And Saskia looks down at it and says, Are these the adventurers I'm looking for? <laughs> yes. And it disappears. <laughs> Wonderful. 
God. What is happening Fuck right me. now? <laughs> What's happening is Terrajux is using magic items that were tested. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, the sad thing is that's that's like the least combat useful item on the list. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Good job, guys. I... Fuck, I want that back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Um, I, I hobble behind Fall Rock. Yeah. I just, I kind of shrug and I go, I'm sorry. I thought that was going to be cool. Leolin? Yep. It's your turn, friend. Oh. So Saskia is kind of slowly walking towards us and the rest of the, the her men are still back there. Three of them have been blown a bit away and the other one's still just yes but reading. you wouldn't know that right so all i see is her yes we well, okay. can probably hear armor clanking though, yeah you right? can hear armor yeah, clanking, yeah. But you can't see who it belongs to okay well i'm gonna try to do something useful uh i'm gonna cast hunter's mark on her Ooh. tell the audience what hunter's mark does so hunter's mark is you choose a creature and uh, miscally mark it as your quarry. Until the spell is done, you can deal an extra 1d6 damage whenever you hit it with a weapon attack. Nice. And you have advantage on wisdom, like perception survival. Oh, to tracker. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. Um, And that's a bonus action, so you still have an action and a move left. Okay, well, I'm going to take my handy-dandy crossbow that I lifted off of our uh, last encounter from our last oh, encounter. Oh, yeah, the siege crossbow. Yep. <laughs> and I'm going to take aim right at her then. Excellent. And that is a 18. That'll hit. Okay. So I would roll a d6, and then I would roll it again, correct? Uh. The crossbow is a D8 of damage. It's a four. Okay. And then you roll your hunter's mark. And that is a two. And did you add your dexterity? I did not. Thank you. To to both of them or just the... Just just once. Okay. So then that would have been to the crossbow. So that would have been a, uh, what, eight? Yep. Okay. And so the, the siege crossbow will require... You like you would have to use up all of your movement to reload it. Sure. Um, so yeah, Let's, you still have your move left. Do you want to? Do you want to do that? Do you want to move around? Uh, no, I'm just going to reload it and get ready for the next one. Okay. Uh, and you hit her with this bolt, and she still has her arms up, like in spraying position. And the bolt hits her in the arm, and you hear a crunch, and you see like. Uh, when it pierces her skin, it doesn't, it's not like flesh. It's like you've cracked an exoskeleton. Mm, that's just freaky. Let me describe to you all the ways that I don't like this. <laughs> Perhaps during the break. <laughs> uh, Ched, it's your turn. So that actually didn't really even affect her, basically, is what you're saying. There is a jumbo-sized crossbow bolt lodged in her arm. And she's absolutely unfazed. Uh, she's she looks vaguely amused. She's oh, on the same lovely. drugs that the uh, other guys were. Everybody but us, has, everyone but us, has cool combat stims. <laughs> this would be a great time for whatever the hatchling blood did to us to, uh, you know, 
come in handy and for our X-Men powers to manifest. Yes, exactly. Na, 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 na. So, hmm. So is the plan still run? I'm yes. not really sure. I don't know. <laughs> Give up ground. <laughs> but but she's got that her, her tracking device, so true. I mean, we were evading it for a while. It just happened we to don't, we don't know how. In. Yeah. We don't know how, and now she's got it like she touched you with it, so I'm guessing it's a bit more perfection. Yeah. If you hadn't flipped out, maybe it wouldn't have reacted properly. Hmm. Well, maybe the hatchling blood is what made us immune to the dowsing spell. Because we've only well, been awake for a few hours. Uh, sorry. Shed, it's your turn. I know. Shed is normally impulsive, but he's thinking this one over. <laughs> he's recently had a stark reminder. <laughs> it's a it's a learning experience for Chad. Yeah. So he's gonna cast Moonbeam. Um, oh boy. Yeah. Right over Saskia. So she has a she has a save she has a con saving throw of uh, I think a DC is fourteen. Nope. That only happens if she ends the ends her turn in it. So you don't get it right now. Do you not? Nope. I think she takes full damage on the first turn. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames. So at the start of her turn. Yeah, so she'll be entering the spell's area for the first time when you cast it. Okay. On a turn, yeah. Or starts and then at the start of her turn, she'll take it again. Yeah. So yeah, oh, she does make okay. the saving throw now. All right. Deep. All right, 11. Okay. Uh, she is outlined in ghostly radiance. It's very spoopy. That causes searing pain. Yes. She, I didn't say she looked happy about it. Oh, it, oh, so she is, she's pained by this, at least? Yeah, I mean, if all of your nerves were set on fire, you would probably react a little bit. <laughs> okay, okay, but how does she react? Her smile has turned into a grimace. Okay. <laughs> hey, progress! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, She's mildly uncomfortable now. I fly a little bit further away. <laughs> now we just need to get her to like step in a puddle, and she's done for. Yeah, and, and I, I, uh, I cast the uh, uh, the totem that gives everybody uh, temporary health, so everybody has eight temporary hit, hit points. Woo. Oh, thank you. Are we close That's enough for that? Yeah, it's like a. I didn't fly that far away from you guys, but it's a it's a thirty foot radius, so it's sixty feet in. Oh yeah, that's uh, big diameter. Do we lose those points if we leave the radius? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. So we probably shouldn't run now. So if you lost your eight points and then left the circle and then went back in the circle, would you get them back? <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't know. No. Not probably as still not, not as broken as the Akali Shroud. <laughs> it's on a per totem basis. <laughs> and I'm done. Okay. Uh, you hear more armor. Clunk, clunk, clunk from around around the bend. Falrock, it's your turn. You'll notice that Falrock's hair is glowing a little bit brighter red than normal. And it's a little bit balmy, Teradrux. A little bit warmer than normal, standing right next to him. Oh, this is nice. Uh, and he just sort of looks over his shoulder and says, you may want to move. It's tropical. And then... <laughs> <laughs> tropical. You don't even know what tropical means. <laughs> I read it in a book. It was this weird fantasy setting where the planet, get this, is a contiguous mass of Earth. The continents don't float. What? Mm. It's, it was weird. It was weird yeah. sci-fi. 
Sounds like it. All right, Fall Rock. Uh, one second. Sorry. Okay. It's called Die Hard. Okay. Hurl. All right, cool. Uh, so Fall Rock gathers. His arms are glowing now, uh, slightly orange. And he gathers these bolts of burning light in his hands. Uh, and then he's going to throw three of them. I'm uh, going to use a key point to make Ooh. this attack three times. So it's a ranged flurry of blows. Uh, and go at Saskia. That's super cool. Yeah. Your deep-seated unsettledness and fear of being captured and anger at being experimented on and then suddenly no. your hands are on fire. <laughs> no, Falrock's fiery heart is very angry at the whole situation. <laughs> and running doesn't seem like the best option against someone who's able to keep up with a flying Aarakocra. <laughs> um, oh, to be fair, Daniel didn't fly very far. <laughs> um, yeah, still. Um, she followed him during surprise round or just after surprise round. So it's pretty fast, pretty quick reactions. So that's a 17, a 22, and an 18 to hit. Give me those numbers one more time. 17, 22, and 18. Okay. Uh, the latter two okay. uh, will land. She manages to duck away from the first one. Gotcha. That's going to be seven radiant damage and eight radiant damage. Seven and eight. Uh, okay. Uh, that upsets her. Ooh. She's like, I see you've learned a few new tricks since you got out. Well, well I'll be more than happy to learn about those two. All done? Yep. That's me. Desmond? I'm going to make sure that I am well out of her reach, so I'm going to give ground, walk back a little bit, make sure I'm out of harm's way. Then I'm going to cast Magic Missile on her, on Saskia. That comes out to... That comes out to five, seven damage. Seven damage. Uh, Right. Uh, That, those bolts uh, pepper her a little bit. And you can see um, kind of like hairline fractures starting to appear on her arms, aside from the obvious puncture wound of the of the jumbo bolt. Um, yeah, she's she's a little peeved. <laughs> That's my turn. Cool. Uh, you hear more jingle jangle, clank clank, and one of the guards actually manages to round the corner. It's the one who had the dowsing rod, uh, and he has. A crossbow of his own, which he fires at Falrock. Mm-hmm. I am a bright, shiny target now. You are a bright, shiny target. You're That's also cool. the only person who is even remotely close to the front line at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm behind him, so I'm kind of close. Yeah, but you're, I mean, it's hard. Okay, if you have somebody who is literally glowing, are yeah. you going to shoot at them or the person who is cowering behind that person? <laughs> yes. And your armor class is what? 16. Okay, that's going to hit. Unless you... Because I forget how um, deflect it's, missiles work. It's damage reduction after the fact. Oh, I do uh, use deflect missiles. I use my reaction for it. Um, I think you roll a uh, d8, add your dex. It's been a while since I've monked. Yeah, I roll don't remember. D10 plus my dexterity modifier plus my monk level. Wow, a d10? Yeah. Uh, so that's a nine plus three plus three. 
So that's 15 damage that I block. Uh, okay. Yeah, you snatch the crossbow bolt out of the air in front of you. Jesus. Are you going to No, because that uses key points. I have more important things. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. And uh, the guard is, like, just mouth agape. It's like, you can't do that. <laughs> oh, but I can. Uh, and now it's Saskia's turn. Oh, and she Jesus. takes uh, damage. She makes a saving throw. And then she takes damage. Oh, oh, eight and a nine, 17. Ooh, big money. Big money. Large currency. Uh, right. So she uh, steps forward out of the moonbeam, and you hear a series of truly unpleasant and skin crawling pops and cracks. And. Hey. Her arms begin to telescope out in front of her. And you see that she has like five elbow joints on each arm now. And each of those arm segments uh, is very sharp. Can you wild shape into Saskia now? (laughs) (laughs) She's not a beast. Is this an aberration? Uh, So she stops 10 feet away from Falrock and she makes two long sweeping motions with her arms oh one left to right one right to left and snip snip one of them is blue but the other one isn't so you have to change your dodge pattern (laughs) yeah (laughs) what is Um, happening what's happening is she's making attack rolls on everybody who's on the ground right now okay yeah, boys, you ever seen a TPK before? That's what- <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I hate having to do this. It's never pleasant when I have to make You're use of me. my gift. Uh, what's everybody's armor class? 16. Uh, 12. 12. 17, or 16, yeah. Okay. So Leyland manages to... Well, no. Yeah, Leyland manages to... Uh, just by the skin of his teeth, duck under the the arms? Question mark. How, how long are her arms? Because I wanted to move back, like further back than everyone else, so that I would be out of the like the line of fire. Her arms are easily twenty feet long. Yikes! Okay, never mind. <laughs> That's a lot of arm. That's it a is long. a lot. Of- okay. Uh, Desmond, you take five. Five. Uh, Thalrock, you're taking 12. Ouch. Terajux, you take uh, nine. Okay. And then uh, she retracts a few elbow joints, so her arms are now only about five feet long each. Mm-hmm. And she holds them up in front of her in a defensive position. I do apologize for the unpleasantness, but you're making it so difficult to apprehend you. But her face does not look at all apologetic. Of course. And I think that's where we'll call it for tonight. This has been another episode of The Alchemist Club. I've been Joe, your dungeon master for this session. Joining us today, we had... Daniel, and I played Chad Fleet. Hey, all Playing Desmond the Cleric. I'm Zach, and I played Falrock. Matt and I played Lael in the Ranger. And Waffle, and that did not go as planned. 
If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us.